date to your potential, inspiring, educating, and empowering single members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Our hosts are Peggy Matheson, betrayal trauma recovery expert, and Sharon Collier, certified life and relationship coach. Episode 20. 20! Dating Horror Stories. Here we go. You guys sent us some stories and we are going to repeat 10 of them. Okay. We've got 10. We're reading them. 10 of our funnest stories. 10 of them. Okay. So this is the first one we're going to share. And this is from um, Julie. Girl, (laughs) I feel (laughs) you. So I started to date someone out of state. We met locally and continued to spend hours talking daily through Marco Polo or FaceTime. We talked and talked. We both loved talking with each other. Things were going well. So I booked a flight to spend a week with him. By the time I flew out, I knew that we weren't going to advance, but I already had had a flight. The whole week was planned out and I needed to make sure that I gave it my all by going before by going before it calling it quits. Our first night came the worst thunder and lightning storm I have ever encountered. The rambler shook all night. I got very, very little sleep. The time zone was one hour ahead and I knew we needed to leave by 9 a.m. to go to breakfast. At 7 a.m., yes, 7 a.m., now 6 a.m. my time, I awoke to a loud speaker outside my door blaring a song that this date knew I loved. I was so sleep deprived that I picked up my phone and what I thought I was doing was getting my cousin and sister to hear what my date was doing. Number one, my date knew I was not a morning person. The whole world knows it. So as I hit record on my Marco Polo chat group with my sister and cousin, I said sleepily, do you hear what I hear? It's 7 a.m. in the morning. I didn't get any sleep last night. I am so tired. Now he is playing this song deliberately to wake me up. I didn't understand why I was hearing my own voice outside on the speaker when in horror I realized I was Marco Poloing him. Oh my gosh. Julie, Julie, we feel sorry for you, girl. Julie, I'm going to say there's a few mistakes there. Okay. Go, Sharon. Seriously, number 1, if you're chatting for someone for with someone for a month, make him come to you. Let oh, him be yes. the dude. First thing I thought of was why wasn't he spending his money to come see her? Very first thing. Second thing is Wow. Why was he playing music outside your door? That's weird. I know. That is such a a weird thing. That's kind of a weird thing. But if you already knew that it wasn't going to be a thing, I don't know why. I personally would have seen if I could change the ticket to somewhere I really wanted to go. Or maybe I would have gotten my own hotel room made other plans at that location and maybe just seen him for dinner just to tell him, I don't think it's going to be a thing, but knowing it's not going to be a thing. You still have options. You know, I, I would say I would, I would have exercised a couple other options. I love you. You have such great 
possible. <laughs> you, you, every time I ask you, Sharon, something, I'm like, oh, you give me a different way to think about it. And I go, I wish I would have thought of that, like how to talk to a guy or what to do. But options, we have options. You have options. There's definitely options. So um, my, yes, my advice would have been to not go see him and stay at his place to be subjected to such abuse. <laughs> no <laughs> kidding. Him. You don't really yes. know him. Yeah. Okay. That was story number one. This is story number two. This is from Kelly. Kelly. Um, wow. So it goes like this. My blind date picked me up and drove me to a friend's apartment where we were to play games. Our mutual friends ran to buy ice cream. So we began to make a type of cookie that I had never made before, which were no bakes. My date didn't provide me any instructions, no measurements, no steps. He was stirring the chocolate on the stove. And when it began to boil, he started barking orders. And then he yelled at me, get the peanut butter, hurry up. It's burning. He didn't communicate what he needed or when he needed it. He got mad at me for not reading his mind and having it ready. Later, while playing games, he said I reminded him of the donkey from Shrek because apparently I was talking too much. Oh, no. And then shortly after, he called me an emotional girl. He was definitely the grouchy ogre. Oh, my gosh. Kelly. Kelly. Boy, did he do you a favor. No kidding. Last date. Right? (laughs) First and last date. Seriously, most people are on their best, best behavior on a first date. I just have to say. So if somebody's showing you that that's who they really are on the first date... Lucky you. Yeah, run, run, run. Move along. Okay, story number three. So she was set up on a blind date. This is Shelly. Shelly, so she was set up on a blind guy date, and she said that guy also had a friend, and my roommate at the time became his blind date. So she's double dating with two blind dates with her roommate and these two guys. We lived in southern Utah, and we're coming to the Radicio Grill to meet them for dinner. There ended up being a group of four or five couples there that night. On our drive up, we stopped and had lunch. That was a mistake. I ended up with food poisoning And it did not start in until we were sitting down to have dinner with our blind dates. I started feeling quite nauseous and told my date that I needed to go to the restroom. We had not quite received our food at that point. I spent some time in the restroom, but nothing happened. So I went back out to the group. Not long after our food got there, I had another wave of nausea and came up with an excuse to go to the restroom again. I think I said something like my nose was running. Again, nothing happened in the restroom, and my stomach settled enough for me to go back to my date. Unfortunately, just a few minutes later, another bout of nausea came on, and I pretended to spill food on myself so I could go to the bathroom (laughs) yet again with the excuse that I was just going to clean off the food. That happened two more times. I felt so horrible that I kept leaving my date to run to the restroom. I was not brave enough to tell him what was going on. After the dinner, the group wanted to go to an arcade. I sat in an arcade game that was like a miniature truck and just kind of hid out in there. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure he thought I was the worst date ever. Oh, Shelly. Shelly. Sorry. Shelly, Shelly, Shelly. Should we say what the problem is at the same time? 
you need to communicate. I know she said she didn't have the courage to tell him, but you know what? Oh, it would be so much better if you just said what was really going on. The you poor know? guy probably would have given you another chance and been compassionate towards you, hopefully. Yeah. No, just, and you didn't have to say <laughs> gory details. We have another story about this. You didn't have to give it, but you could have said, my stomach isn't right, and please excuse me again. And hopefully he would have been nice, but I, I definitely would have, <laughs> instead of ditching to the bathroom, because obviously something was going on that you never said. So he's at home going, what was going on? <laughs> That's so weird. I mean, I've heard girls tell stories about guys going in the bathroom. It's like, it's so weird. He kept going to the bathroom. It's like, well, just tell him, yeah, you know, so we don't think you're on? a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Okay. All this right. is story number four. This is from Tom. Okay. Our third date, I took her to the state fair. A two-hour drive away, I spent like $600 on the date. Food, rides, etc. I thought we had a great time. About five minutes into the ride home, she says... I didn't mean to mislead you, but I really don't like you. Can we just not talk on the way home? Oh, no. He says it was awkward. You think? <laughs> oh, ladies. Uh, ladies. Don't do this. This was the no. third date? He said third date. Oh, don't third do date. this. A two-hour drive away is a wonderful opportunity to get to know each other. He was probably super excited about this. Ladies. Ladies, if you're not invested, don't make him invest in you. No, don't do it. No. Cut it off before something like this. Be thoughtful. Yes. And I mean, it's hard. At, you know, it's hard. It's always challenging to to say no and to say this isn't working for me. But it, you're going to build a muscle that's super important to build in relationships, period, for sure in dating. But that's really sad. That, yeah. that she didn't do that before he spent all that money and that time. Or oh. spend a two-hour drive. It's like, you know what? I don't think I like you enough to spend a two-hour drive with you. Yeah, I just don't think it's going to go anywhere. Yeah, yeah for know. sure. Okay, story number five. So again, she was set up on a, this one was set, let's see, who is this? Oh, this is Shelly again. We've got two stories from her. Hope that's okay. The next, it's got to be okay. This one, this one. There's so many things in this one that I think we we're gonna do a little coaching here. Shelly okay. might need to make an appointment. Yeah. So um, this blind date invited her to go to a movie and said that we would be double dating with his brother and sister-in-law. He picked me up and we went to get to the brother and get the brother and sister-in-law. But when we got there, their house. They were not there. So he called them and they said that they were at a funeral viewing and would be back in a little bit. So he sat at their house for 30 minutes and waited for them to come home. That would be kind of awkward. They bit. thought it would be fun to go to the laundromat and play pool for a little while before we went to the movie. Partway through our second pool game, the brother and sister-in-law changed their mind about going to the movie. So my date called his buddy and asked if he and his girlfriend wanted to join us. They said they would come and meet us at the movie theater. Well, when we got to the movie theater, only his friend was there. The friend said that his girlfriend could not come last minute. They had already purchased the tickets ahead of time, and I did not know what we were seeing. It ended up, it ended up being a James Bond movie, not something I would have chosen on my own, and I do not generally even watch PG-13 movies. Throughout the movie, the two guys mostly just chatted with each other and goofed off. So not only was I sitting in front of a movie, but I had no desire to watch, that I had no desire to watch, 
but I couldn't have heard it anyway because they were chattering the whole time. Bad guys, bad. After the that's me saying that. That's not her words. <laughs> After the movie, my date said that we needed to drop his friend off at home because he had been just dropped off at the theater to meet us. So we got to his house at a local trailer park. My date asked me if I would go in and visit his friend's little brother who had just broken his leg. Wow, this this date just keeps going on and on. It's like, what the, never what in the ending, world? Never ending. So I told him I would prefer not to and that he could just take me home. Great, Shelly. Yeah. He convinced me to come in for just a minute and then decided that we were going to stay and play a game. And it goes on and on. It's... Um, Let's see, what is she saying? It's not excited about that, but figured a short game. She said, I was not excited about that, but figured a short game would be fine. He said he knew a great game called Risk. I had never played it before and had no clue. It was like the (laughs) longest game ever. While we were there, I was quite cold and I had never taken off my jacket. I finally asked them if they could turn some heat on. And they said to the, the only way they could do that was by building a fire. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Unfortunately, neither of the men knew how to build a fire and were using a lighter and hairspray on paper towels to get the fire going. And all throughout the game, the boys were being boys and were calling each other inappropriate names and just goofing off. You got it right, Shelly. These are boys. Oh my goodness. It was close to midnight by that point, And I finally lost the game and told him that he needed to take me home. When we got back to the basement apartment where I lived, he wanted to kiss me goodnight. Uh-huh. I was definitely in no mood for that and had no desire for it. He had come into my house and we were standing in the living room and he kept stepping towards me as he talked and I just kept stepping back. I think we made several circles around the living room, her going backwards and him going forward in that fashion before the people who lived upstairs, their dog came down and started barking at our door. I used that as an excuse, good job, Shelly, that we better not wake up the neighbors and that we should go. He definitely did not get a clue from my attitude that I was not interested in him. He came by almost every day after that to try to visit with me. Luckily, living in the basement allowed me to see his feet as he came down the outside stairs and I could dodge out of the room real fast to pretend I wasn't home. Don't, don't, don't. The steps <laughs> is coming again. No, no, no. Oh, a man who can't read signals. Oh, no. my goodness. No kidding. A man who can't read signals. So what? Help us out here, Sharon. So oh nobody, my gosh, nobody. How can you stop this? How could you stop this? Literally, I mean, sometimes you do get stuck on a date. Yeah, you know, and our politeness and our and our our willing our. I don't know. Sometimes we just have a need to please people. It's like, well, but it's hard. You know, if it's the first time you've met someone, it's hard because you don't have any frame of reference. But I would say, what's your gut telling you? Exactly. I would say, what's your gut telling you rather than following your head going, well, I better be nice. Wow, I really, yeah. So many weird things happen on this date. I mean, she's lucky it wasn't a weirder situation. No kidding. Or a dangerous situation. But um, yeah, and then he's a stalker. At least she could see the shoes. No kidding. At least she could see the shoes. But yeah, those people you just need to be like super blunt with, I feel like. Yeah. You know, and you don't want to be, but sometimes it's like, no, I don't want to go in and see the brother. I just want to go home. You know, please don't call me. And honestly, this is a good example of maybe why you meet somebody somewhere. 
So right. you have your own car. Right. You know, for right. sure. Right. Scary story, guys. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Story number six. All right. This is from Ryan. This just cracked me up. I'm sorry. Cracked me up. I was set up on a blind date. I was assured that she was really cute and really cool. Well, I find out, found out pretty early on that she was neither. Ten minutes into the dinner, I was completely bored and uninterested. Our plan was to go see a movie after our meal. I had no interest in spending time with her. I knew the movie was one that my mother wanted to see, so I invited my mother uh, to come to the movie uh, with us. He invited his what? mom on a date. She did join us. I was sure my date was not thrilled that my mother was there. No but kidding. I really didn't care. So all three of us watched the movie on our date. I took her home afterwards and never talked to her again. Well, now, what's his wow. name? Wow. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan, this is her scary date story. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say, you both have a scary dating story. She's going to be like, this dude totally invited his mother to the movie with us. So let's talk about being clear in your communication and kind. Yes. This- well, first of all... Do not agree to dinner and a movie. Agree to dinner, and if the date is going well, then say we should go catch a movie. Because then you're not stuck like this. Right, right. And if you did plan on this, my 21-year-old son just did this. The girl showed up and looked nothing like her pictures. They had dinner, and she said, are we going to go to a movie? And he excused himself and said, I'm just too tired. Catch catch you on the flip side, or whatever 21-year-old said. He excused himself. He wasn't going to go out with her again because... Or continue the date because she didn't look anything like her profile picture. Yeah. So you don't have to invite your mother on a date to get right. yourself out of talking to someone. Because Ryan, what now this was what makes you look bad. You look bad. You've done something that's not cool on a date. It's not cool to invite your mom on a date, especially if the girl's not expecting it. I don't care what's happened, right? Right. I would have definitely excused myself because now she could write in and say, I've got a dating horror story as well. So I know blind blind dates are hard. They are hard. Blind blind dates are hard. Okay. This is seven. Story number seven. This is um, by Brent. Okay. I was on a date years ago, and we had dinner at a Mexican restaurant. On the 30-minute drive home, it started to snow. Well, let's just say the Mexican food was building up gases inside of me. So I politely told my date that I needed to pull over to wipe the headlights off to see the road better. Very resourceful. Brent. Yes. Good job. She smiled graciously as I exited the car and placed myself right in front of one of the headlamps and let my gas out gas out as fast as I could. All while, all while smiling into the blanketed windshield covered in snow. Halfway through my lower exhalation, wink, I heard the most concerned yet terrifying voice say to me, I heard a funny noise, so I thought I would step out to help you. Are you okay? No, he is not okay. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. gosh. <laughs> and he says, follow me for more sad but true dating stories. <laughs> Brent, I am not giving your last name, so, <laughs> okay. Feel, All right. Feel fortunate. Oh, my gosh, Brent. I don't. I couldn't even tell anybody how to handle that situation, you know? Mm-hmm. 
You know, sometimes just, funny things just, just that happen. That is just a purely entertaining story. Sorry. There is no guide to letting your gas go on a date. <laughs> the coach oh, has we, nothing. We might, we might figure out how to write a guide and we'll give that to you as a freebie. You know? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You know, I just, <laughs> I, I got nothing. I got nothing. I enjoyed the story, though. Thank you, Brent. All right. Number eight. Wow. Are we at number eight already? Yep. Okay. This is from Joe Female. Female Joe. Female okay. Joe. Okay. I met a man online and we hit it off right away. We agreed to meet at a small restaurant and the conversation went well. I was feeling comfortable, so I agreed to go to his place for a future dinner. He lived in a luxury apartment in Salt Lake City. The view from his deck was gorgeous. He asked me if he could go out for a, or he could go for a smoke out on the deck. We didn't know each other long, so this topic had not come up before. I stayed indoors while he smoked. I went to use the restroom, and as I exited, he was standing a few feet away from me. I noticed his pants were unzipped and saw that he was exposing himself to me. Oh. He asked me if this was okay. If you gotta ask, mister. Without missing a beat, I reached for my purse, keeping my eye on him, backed up toward the door and said, no, this is not okay. I left the apartment and he followed me to the parking lot. I kept my distance from him and skedaddled out of there faster than a bullet. He messaged me later and I was very blunt about how that made me feel and blocked him. I joked with my girlfriends about it, but honestly, I will do better at protecting myself now. Yes. Yes. I mean, sometimes we got to learn stuff the hard way, but meet up with somebody several Ow. times before, before you get in a car with them or before you get an apartment, you know, just yeah. meet up, have your own car. It's another yeah. good example of just, you know, playing it safe. Yeah. Just be safe out there. Be safe ahead of time. I mean, she didn't even know he smoked and she's in his apartment. Like, yeah. She knew him very, very little. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Story number nine. Soon after my divorce, I went on a double date. I wasn't really interested in my date, but felt like I needed some dating experience. It was clear after the date started that some things were off with him. As part of the date, we had gone back to my friend's parents' house to play games. Some other family members were visiting in another room. Right before the guys left, my date used the bathroom. After my friend's adult sister went to use the bathroom, all of a sudden we heard this blood-curdling scream. She had just stepped in a puddle of pee left by my date. But wait, no. it gets better. My friend really liked her date and wanted to go out again. However, they hadn't exchanged numbers, so the only way for her to go out again was by me contacting P-Guy. So we ended up going out again as a favor to my friend. She still owes me. This is Colette, by the way. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, Colette, I'm sorry, girl. You did. You took the bullet for your friend. Oh, my gosh. How <laughs> embarrassing. 
Some oh, stories are just crazy. Some stories, I, I got nothing for that one either. Yeah. Like, what do you do? Just um, fix your picker. You know. <laughs> or you it was know, a blind date. So it was a blind mind. date. It's like, dude, don't pee on anybody's floor anymore. I mean, like, what do you do about that? That has taken one for the team, Colette. Oh, it wasn't a blind date. It was just a double date. Someone oh, she okay. wasn't really interested in. Oh, okay. okay. But she anyway. go out with him twice. Oh, awesome. Well, there you go. Awesome. Okay, number 10. All right, this is from Andy. I'm already shaking my head, Andy. Yeah, I can see you shaking your head. <laughs> I met a lady on a dating site. She told me she was five foot two and 52 years old and 120 pounds. We met at Applebee's. She texted me saying she was waiting inside, as, inside for me. As I walked in, I hear a lady say, Hi, Andy. When I turned to look, I was shocked. She was 5'2", over 200 pounds, and looked 65 plus. She did not have that picture on her dating site, as that was a different person. I guess he's saying she looked different than all her pictures. We sat to eat, our, we sat to eat and our food came, and she excused herself to go to the bathroom. I reached in my wallet, pulled out three 20s, laid them on the table, and ran out of the restaurant. Holy cow. Oh my gosh. Once again, they both have a dating horror story. Right. She's like, I left to the restroom and my date was gone. But honestly, this is one of my pet peeves. We call it false advertising. Yeah, it no is, kidding. You know, do not put yourself on a page, on a, on a site, and look different or say that you're different than you are. It's super, dis- I've had it happen to me. I'm sure you've had it happen to you. It's super disappointing to find out that they're so different than what they look like. Mm-hmm. And Andy, Andy, you should have just said, this is not working for me. Instead, of, That's like ghosting instead of ditching. Yeah, it's disrespectful. It's terrible. And you, you know? didn't communicate at all about it. And you need to communicate. Well, I mean, is it, that the kind of person you want to be in a relationship? It could have been a learning experience for her that you were very dissatisfied. Yeah, you could have said something you to know, her and helped her understand. Or maybe even not sat down for dinner. Just said, you know what? I, I, I don't. Honestly, it's not an honest person that does that. You know, right. I, I, I don't want to continue this date because I don't believe you're an honest person. Right. And those are hard conversations to have, but super are. important. It's more they kind are. to be upfront and to be doing yes. that than it is to sit through part of the date, throw down money and walk away without saying anything to her. Right. I mean, she has an equally scary dating story if nothing was communicated right. to her. And Sharon, I, I understand you have a bonus have story a bonus for us. Story. And I think this is a, an important one because we need to, there's a point here needs to be made. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. This is from Susan. I agreed to go out with a guy that was new to our social group. So I trusted him to pick me up at my home. The drive to the restaurant was 40 minutes away and we were going to a basketball game after dinner. The conversation to dinner was fun, and we had some bad luck getting through some signals that we laughed about probably for too long. I was having a really good time. We sat down to dinner, and somehow the conversation came around to the fact that he normally wears a beard and mustache. He showed me a picture, and I thought it looked good on him. Then the conversation got weird. He proceeded to tell me that he had to shave his beard because he had a face fungus. (gasps) What? I've never even heard of a face fungus. I have never heard fungus. of He told you then that? Then he tells me 
You get he the fungus. No, no, no. You get the fungus from a dirty razor or a just a dirty bathroom. No, no, he did no. not. Did he say that? Oh my so gosh, Susan, I'm so sorry. Gross. Oh my gosh. Oh. So luckily the basketball game was sold out and I told him I did not want to see him again. So seeing him again in the social group is a little awkward. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Guys, girls, too much information on the first date. T- leave out the details. I mean, if you've had health issues, if you've got stuff going on, come on. We want this to be fun, lighthearted. Wait until the third or fourth date. But to spring that on people. But for heaven's sakes, don't talk about. Okay. Seriously. What is a fungus necessary to talk right, about? Like get right, rid of the fungus and right, grow your beard back. Right. Get like, rid of the fungus. Clean your bathroom. Clean your shaver. I mean, you know, come on. Some stuff just doesn't need to be said. <laughs> well, and you need to change some things if you want to be dating. And so it's like, was this guy nervous? Was he nervous or was he just know. gross? You know, you got to wonder. Um, good job for saying you wouldn't see him again, but literally fix your fungus, mister, and don't talk about it. Right. Holy cow. Oh my goodness. So there you go. Our scary dating stories. Okay. So here's some instructions. We need you to put on the post you found this on or on our date to your potential, a dating discussion, Facebook page, which you, you can join anytime. You can join if you don't belong. We want to hear which is your very favorite scary story. Because the winner gets $50. Gets a $50 a gift, gift, card. gift card. So right. help us out. And so we had one, two, us. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and a bonus 11 stories. So we'll, and, well, we'll and add all a of them have a first name. So let us know. Let us know. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Happy Halloween. Next week, we're talking about fear. Yes. Fear. Fear. It's going to be a good one. Okay. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it inspired you on your dating journey. Please share this with anyone you think might benefit from what you've heard today and subscribe to our channel. Check out our website at datetoyourpotential.com and take our free quiz to see if you are dating to your potential. We want you to know you are not alone. We support you. We are in this with you. 